Welcome to the Irish Mummy Podcast, where we get real about marriage, motherhood, business and success. The show where you get to know that you don't need to choose between motherhood and success. Welcome to the Irish Mummy. On today's episode, we are discussing motherhood, progress, not perfection. It's a really important topic. So I actually journaled about this the other day and it was funny, the words came to me, progress is perfection because we are never going to perfect motherhood. And when you think about it, before you become a mom, you've never done it before. So it's like if I walked into a brand new job tomorrow, I'm not going to be fantastic with it. But if I'm trying to get better, my boss is going to be happy with me. So the way I think about motherhood is, okay, there's some things I'm good at. There's some things I'm not so good at. And I just need to be open to the fact that things can change and that I can get better. And it's it's interesting because I was I saw a post by Kristen Andrews on Instagram the other day, and she put up about like there's the super clean moms, there's the the super happy and fun moms, there's the the super inspired. Like she went through the different types of moms and the benefits that they bring to their kids, and it's like, but you can't be all of them. So you just be you and progress, you know, and I, I love that. Well, I think we all have gifts and talents and some of our things will stand out in our motherhood and then other things will be like, oh, I'm terrible at that. But it's OK because maybe people don't get to see that. So a big thing that I find when I talk to moms is they're like, Rosie, do you do this with your kids? I feel really bad because I do this. And it's like we all have different things that we struggle with. So let's talk about one thing, which is a really huge thing for moms is getting overwhelmed where you lose it with your kids. Every mom does it. So let's just talk about it. What happens? You get into situations where you're totally overwhelmed. Now, this is a hard thing to kind of realize as a mom is there sometimes are ways that we can start to, um, I suppose, control or overwhelm. Like as in, you know, if there's so I find so let's talk about me, for example, I like to have things organized. So I'm quite an organized person. And if I'm in, in a circumstance where it's chaotic and it's disorganized, I find it really hard to focus on other things. So like if 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 for me, like the house is upside down and the kids are like, hey, mom, can we paint? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we can't paint. So for me, it's like, OK, well, what are things that can help me be as organized as possible? So my kids say, hey, mom, can we paint that I can say, yes, of course we can paint. You may be somebody who does not care for things to be organized. So if your house is upside down, the kids say, can we paint? You're like, sure, pull out the paint and you'll just do it. Whereas your your thing might be, you know, um, you might have something else going on for you that's causing you to be distracted and you'll say no for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Now, the guilt is the same. We're saying no to the painting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, how can you simplify your life? So that the things that you don't like about how your mother change, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like for me, um, I like to get up early before the kids in the morning because I find when I'm up early and then the kids get up, I can lead them. But 
if I get up when the kids get up, I find that I'm not leading them and I'm reacting to them. And then they're kind of kids don't want to be reacted to. They want somebody leading them. And if they have to lead, that's when we get things, you know, like say, for example, if, you, if you're up for the kids and they're like, oh, for breakfast, would you like A or B? kids will pick A or B but if you get up with them and you're like oh what do you want to eat it's frantic and then the kids are like they're going to pick stuff that they normally wouldn't have or they'll start getting fussy and then all of a sudden it might get into a clash like well you asked us what we wanted so when we think about reasons where we feel like you know what I'm I'm not a good parent what is it that's happening and why is it happening and what is a solution that you could put in place to work towards? So say, for example, your house is disorganized. How can you make it more organized? Say you're just you're exhausted and you, you're staying up way late at night and you can't get up earlier in the morning. What might motivate you or inspire you to get up earlier than your children? It's like looking, looking for the solutions and looking for where you can progress. And the thing is, progress isn't going to happen overnight. Like, Worst case scenario, if it took you one year, two year, three year to start perfecting some things. That's that compound effect, that small incremental change each day or week or month that builds upon itself. And I think you said it's not a really powerful word, like you said, strive to progress. There's a difference between striving and trying. When you try something, you're not committed to enduring and persisting. Yeah. Striving is persisting regardless of how long it takes for you it's you're striving to continue well think about this when you have your first child you've got all the time in the world for them but then as you have more children you've got less time and it's like okay well I feel like a terrible mom because I'm not giving quality time to each child okay well how can you start doing that how can you like Adam says strive towards that what needs to change okay I need to create more time maybe like how do you create more time well how am I going to spend less time doing other things what are things you do every day laundry, tidying up, work, um, you know, schoolwork, homeschooling maybe. Like what are all the things that you normally do and how can you streamline them to make them easier? So like for me, I'm all about simplifying. So like I was I was thinking about, you know, what direction that I want to go with um with helping other moms. And I think the main thing that I want to help other moms do is simplify because everything that's made me feel better about being a mom is when I've simplified something in my life. I've simplified. And simplification is a process of progress. It's definitely, it's definitely a process. It's not, a, it's not like, well, I'm going to simplify my life and then on a Tuesday and then by Wednesday it's done. It's no, like, it's, it's like unfortunately it takes time, but it's worth it because, you know, you learn so much along the way. So like, I feel like now I've simplified so many areas of my life that I am now the mother that I want to be. You know, I'm patient. I'm saying yes to things. I don't feel overwhelmed. My house isn't chaotic. There's not disorder. Um, it's very orderly. Now, there's still the odd clash, but when, when there's something happens, I'm like, okay, what caused that? And now it's easier for me to spot what's causing things. And I'm like, okay, well, what's my next, you know, how can I kind of change that? But I feel like over the years, it feels like it's all coming into alignment now. Why I love this topic is because sometimes like you'll, you'll see something on Instagram or something and it's beautiful and amazing and everything like me. And you look at your own situation and like, how do I get from here to there? And you just, 
you just feel like it's impossible. And then, then the, the shame cycle and all these sorts of things come in. And whether it's your fitness, whether it's your house, whether it's your career, whether it's your parenting, whatever it is. But, the, but committing to a process of progress is like, you know what? It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. But if I just keep going and over the other, time. The other thing as well is like this is how I, I would view life. If I see someone who's got something that I don't have yet, I would see that as aspirational. Like I wouldn't look at it and be like, you know, oh, I feel defeated by that because I don't have it. I would think, okay, I'm going to strive towards that. So for me, I would be very inspired by striving towards what maybe someone has that maybe I'm lacking in. Um, Rather than be like justifying or making up stories as to why you don't have it by bringing the other person down. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't, I don't need to dim your light just to have your own yeah there's more than enough to go around yeah so I think that's the thing like for me it's like and it's funny because I I see I see it all the time it's like where somebody will be harsh towards somebody and it's like oh well they're just too perfect and it's like you know what it's good to have positive role models in areas of our life that maybe we're not as strong in so we've something to strive towards because how can you strive towards something you can't visualize you need a benchmark Exactly. So if you see somebody and they're, 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 they're doing very well in a certain area that you want to do well, I wouldn't see it as a shaming on you. I would see it as, wow, that's aspirational. And if someone else can do it, so can you. Yeah. And that would be totally how I'd feel if they can, if, you know, and it's like, I always, I always, um, if I'm, even if I'm ever mentoring someone, the main thing that I want them to do is believe it's possible for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. find out what it is that they want and then be like, okay, well, let's work towards that. And why I love this conversation is that it's giving people permission to progress over a period of time and not be so focused on what they're not. And I think as well, like what we need to realize as well as mothers is in we have healing to do. Like we're all going to have had things from the past or are growing up that we need healing. And, you know, as parents, we're going to need healing. So some of that healing, you're going to want to do it because you want to be a better parent. If you weren't a parent, you might just not bother with the healing process and stay stuck. So like I found with me, there was loads of things that I needed to heal in my own life. And my children were a motivating factor for that. So, you know, as I worked on myself, I did it because they were inspiring me to do it. Yeah, well, like 100% of what I do to get better is so I don't mess my kids up. Yeah. Like they're the, uh, they're the uh, like our marriage and stuff, but you can, the thing is you don't take on my junk, whereas the kids' belief patterns will and, form as a result of it. And it's really good. Like I'm really honest with my kids. Like if there's parts of my parenting that, that, that I don't like, I'm like, kids, I don't like to be like this and I'm sorry that I'm even like this. And you're quick to apologize. And I'm like, I'm like, your dad and me, we're doing our best that we can, but this is what we're trying. This is why we're doing it. Or we're trying to make life better for you guys. So can you help us? Then they feel like they're your little team as opposed to like them seeing it as a problem. They're seeing like, okay, let's, let's work on this. So it's like, if you need to be more patient, tell your children, look, I'm working on my patience. Can we all work on patience this week? Can we all be more patient with each other? Um, and the thing is like, like little kids learn from you and then they are like that to their younger siblings. So like, it's like a little cycle. 
think about your school, the schooling system. The schooling system can't fix your children. They're just tolerating whatever your children are doing. And your children are learning whatever they're getting really in the home or who they're spending time with. So it's kind of like if you are teaching your children that you're trying to be better and you need their help, then when kids meet other kids in school who maybe aren't functioning the way that they would like them to be, they're probably going to be more considerate. You know what I mean? Like if they think, well, my parents are perfect, I don't expect my classmates to be perfect or I don't expect my teachers to be perfect. So I think a lot of it comes from, you know, your attitude towards parenting. If you expect not to be the perfect parent and you expect to progress and you communicate that to your children, then your children are not going to expect you to be the perfect parent. They're going to see you as a work in progress, which, you know, when they become a parent, they're going to be like, well, look, my parents were a work in progress. I am now a parent and I am now a work in progress. You know what I mean? As opposed to, oh, I'm young. I thought my parents were perfect. And then I found that they're not. I'm devastated. And then when I'm a parent, I'm going to be perfect because I don't want to be like my parents. Like that, I hear that attitude from people all the time. It's like my parents were perfect, so I need to be perfect versus, well, if your parents weren't perfect, there's probably a good chance that you are not going to be perfect. So it would have been better if your parents had communicated that they weren't perfect because then you would not have the expectation on yourself that, you know, it's, it's okay not to be perfect. And when you strip back the, the sort of the, the myth of perfection, um, then you, then you, everything is attainable after that because perfection is an unattainable attribute. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So when you pull that back and it's like, well, okay, well, I've got a starting point and where to go now. And the other thing as well is, when, by the time you perfect them as babies or toddlers, by the time you perfect them as toddlers, they're they're always moving ahead. So you can never get on top of it wholeheartedly because so it's only progress. It's only progress. That's all you can strive towards is progress. You were talking about something really interesting um, before, I don't know, a couple of hours ago. And you were saying the way you look at life is you look at where you want to be and then you sort work of backwards. work backwards. Yeah. So I like, love that principle. So like I will look at where, yeah, exactly where I want to get to and then I'll work backwards. And the thing is when you, when you, when you operate like that, the inspiration for the solutions come. But if you never work out where you want to get to, the inspiration or the solutions can't come because you don't know the end goal. And it all comes down to how you feel. Like it's so true. Like we can either see someone that is maybe where we want to be, whether it's career or finances or fitness or relationship or whatever. Um, and we can, we can try to pull them down to our level so we feel better about ourselves or we can, or we can take inspiration and learn from them and grow into that space, but without putting them on a pedestal, but just learn from people. I think that's what progress is about. That's what I'm always trying to learn from people. What what are they doing that works for them? And then trying it on. Will it work for me or it won't work for me? And I think the thing that you do, Rosie, is that you look at um, you look at things, but you you adapt it to your circumstance rather than just copying what other people do. You formulate your own um, sort of philosophies and blueprints of how you want to to obtain possibly a same or similar result, but 
everyone's different. Like you can't just do exactly what someone else has done and hope that it works out other than. Well, it won't work out because the desire to get there has to be there. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to do what they're going to do because you don't know what their driving motivating factor is. Like this is the thing that I always say to Adam. I'm like, yeah, but the thing about it is we don't know what their driving motivating factor is. So like when you look at what somebody has in their life, you don't know what's driving them. So you can't copy what someone else is doing because you've no idea what's getting them their result. And it's going to be what they value and what they desire. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like for me, like, when it comes to my kids, I have like a burning desire. So like, I'll do anything for my kids. Whereas like somebody who maybe it doesn't have that burning desire, they're never going to recreate my results ever. No, no, because they, they're not going to have, they're not going to do what's necessary to do it because it's not important enough to them. Yeah. So like, it's interesting because, you know, for me, there's certain things that I'm working on at the minute. And to somebody else, they would say that's impossible but they don't understand my burning desire behind why I want to create it. So people are going to be like, I just don't know how she's getting the results that she's getting in any area of my life. You will never understand how I'm getting it because you don't know what's driving me. You You know what I mean? Like you don't understand what's motivating me. Like, why do I turn up when someone else won't turn up? Why will I, why will I think something through for like a year until I, until I action it is because you don't know why I'm doing it Mm -hmm. and I I think that's like it's kind of like with with parenting like it has to be always progress because you know I've learned something new today that I didn't know yesterday and it's already changed my perspective today and how I parent will you take the journal you're going to be releasing hopefully very soon like that's what how well over a decade of journaling reviewing working out what doesn't work what works for you what doesn't work defining like yeah. and and like it's it's what 12 15 years of work so it's yeah, it's progress mm-hmm. it's all about progress and i think that's so then that could be perfection oh I, you can't release it until it's perfect but it's not about it being perfect it's, it's like be a version two, second edition. exactly so the, the thing about it is so actually that's a good example like i've really created the life i've wanted as a mother through my journaling and it's interesting because as my as my journaling adapts and changes, I'll adapt my journal. Mm-hmm. So like the first version I brought, bring it's out, static. it's not static. It will constantly change because as I change, it will change. Well, the world's never static. And I think a lot of people get disappointed because they think that there's like everything, like things, well, it's been this way up until now. So it's static. Now, some of the, the laws that govern things, um, like life and motion and gravity and things like that, they're reasonably static. They stay the same. But the but our creationary things. Exactly. Well, this is this is the other thing as well. Is like when you think about like um, as a as a mother, let's just think about how the body creates a baby. Like we're we're creationary beings. Beings, we can create like what what like if you think about we physically create. But if you think about on a on a level that we can't see, we're able to create on that level too. So I always say like there anything that we see in the physical world, we can create it in the invisible world. Mm-hmm. So like it's or vice versa. Anything we can dream up in the in, in like the invisible the in our mind. We can in our mind we can create. 
yeah. if we have faith and we accompany that with action. And it's the thing, but it is as well, if you don't believe in something, you won't move towards it. So if you don't believe you can be a better parent, you'll never move towards it. If you don't believe that you can be um, like, you know, more fun, more patient, more organized, if you don't believe that, you'll never even try. And people who have been following the podcast for a while, you will see the changes over time in, in, in the podcast and the, the different topics that are discussed and the timing of the different topics and things like that. Because as we grow, um, the, the podcast shifts and changes as well because it's a result of the way we think. Well, it was like with the podcast when we first started it, we were like, I just want to I want to start a podcast. I felt really, um, you know, passionate about that. I've always felt like really passionate about um doing something to, I suppose, help other people. And motherhood is a way that, you know, I've learned a lot as a mother. But like, again, the podcast was never about perfection. It was just about progress. So we just started it and we just continued to progress. And it grew, you know what I mean? But we had a vision for it. and But it wasn't about perfection. It was just about progress. And the cool thing about it is like, we make absolutely no money off the podcast. Like, and the fact that this is done purely from a space of passion. Like, yeah. And because you wanted to, you wanted to share the things that have worked for you with other moms. Because yeah. if you're, if you've gone through it, there's what, maybe a billion other moms that have gone, gone through it or hundreds of millions or something like that. So it's really important. Yeah. And it's funny because as well, I think the hard thing for me was like, I'd be meeting a lot of moms individually and I'd be like, I'd love to be able to talk about this with more people. But then as you become a mom and you have more children, you don't have the same time for people individually, which is really sad because when you're younger, you can do a lot of stuff individually, but your time gets totally limited. And I think I felt like, well, a podcast is a way where I can still talk to other moms, but it's it's not one-on-one anymore. And I think that's another hard thing about moms you have guilt because all of a sudden, maybe people that you've been there for in the past, you're not able to be there as much anymore. And, you know, you can feel you can feel bad about that. But the thing about it is your children should be your number one priority. And my children are my number one priority. And I don't make any um, apologies for that. You know, my children, I've brought them into this world. They're my number one priority. And this and obviously Adam as well, but I'm just saying as in as a mother, uh, yeah, true. I'm not talking as a wife, I'm talking you, as a mother. You look, you look at motherhood like as an extension or well, the podcast is an extension of you as a mother is motherhood is one of the most selfless acts. Like I'll never feel guilty for is. putting if, if on my deathbed, if someone said, do you feel guilty that you put your children first? Um, no, but there'll be times in your life when it'll, it'll be hard to put your kids first because other people will make you feel guilty for doing that. Mm-hmm. And I am, I, 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 the children are a future. I'm committed to my children. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm like a hundred percent. And before this, I would have hid that part of me because I would have felt bad. I would have just done it. But now I'm like, you know what? I, I've seen where people try to make you feel guilty for putting your children first and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, you just, you just should not have to apologize. Like children need guidance and they need someone to be present with them and they need time. And the only way that they're going to be able to develop into good, um, 
functioning functioning people. yeah is with time like I look at the kids it's like they need time to learn things I can't just tell them to do something they need time everything takes time mm-hmm. and that's something so that's like the parenting and again it's like progress it's like I'm trying to give them more and more time by progressing in other areas of my life so it is definitely a progress is perfection for motherhood so We hope you enjoy this episode and we shall talk to you next time. 